ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 1,200 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt Mills. Remember whenever you're down And 
when you are depressed, remember someone loves you. It's Jesus. Jesus loves you. Oh, yeah. No matter what you have done wrong, Jesus loves you. Oh, yeah. More than friend did not die for you. Your best friend did not stay close all the time. Your best friend did not stay with you. And she cannot be touched by the feelings of your infirmity. But Jesus loves you. Oh yeah, he does, he does, he does. No matter what, you have done wrong. Jesus loves you, oh yeah, more than anyone in the world. Can you help me say, Jesus loves me, oh yeah. No matter what I have done wrong, Jesus loves me, oh yeah. More than anyone in the world he really, 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 really loves me, yeah. Jesus loves me, oh yeah. I don't know about you, but I know no matter what, ooh, I have to roll. Jesus loves me, oh yeah. More than Jesus loves me, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no matter what, no matter what I have done Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we ask for your great and powerful guidance in this wonderful wisdom impartation service. Guide us by your wonderful presence and your wonderful spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Right. Now, I want to share with you, this is our wisdom impartation service. And um, we are looking at the spirit of knowledge. 
the spirit of knowledge. Amen. Amen. The spirit of knowledge is one of the most important spirits that you can ever know about. Amen. So turn with me to Isaiah 11. There shall come forth out of the stem of Jesse a branch shall grow out of his roots and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom the spirit of understanding the spirit of counsel the spirit of might Amen. Amen. And the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And this combination shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity. Are you listening to me? And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. Now, Knowledge, the spirit of knowledge, is um, one of the branches of the spirit of wisdom, if you want to just have one word that you use as a single word. is a spirit of wisdom, but knowledge is sort of part of the spirit of wisdom. Because the definition of wisdom in English, because they, it must, they, they, these words must mean something. It cannot all be the same thing. They are not the same thing. Spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding, knowledge, and so on. So you find out that the spirit of knowledge is on its own very unique. Amen. Amen. And wisdom is the ability to apply the knowledge that you have. Do you understand? To apply the knowledge that you have gained either by studying or by traveling or by your experiences. How to apply. So somebody may know a lot of things. And you find a lot of professors. And people have a lot of knowledge. But. And they may even teach finance. And they may even teach economics. But. You'll find out that they. Are unable. 
to prosper practically. Are you listening to me? So, it is very important to pay attention to each of the different words or aspects of the spirit of God. A spirit of knowledge. It's quite different. Now, if you take knowledge on its own, what, what is knowledge? What's the spirit of knowledge? You see, like you could go to the university and you could, um, you could go to the university and you could study economics like most of the people who have been in charge of the economics of many poor countries. How to deploy the knowledge in the light of the real circumstances that you are facing and how to use the knowledge that you are receiving so as to make you become somebody who has made economics wonders happen. That is where you see the difference between knowledge and wisdom. All right? So in this wisdom impartation service, we are recognizing the reality of each of these different aspects of the spirit of knowledge. All right? Why? Because one without the other makes nonsense of the other one. The best example is the spirit of knowledge and wisdom and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. If you take the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the spirit of the fear of the Lord is the spirit that like, I I am afraid of God, I remember God, I believe in God, I fear God, and especially I attribute things to God. Now, when you have a lot of things, okay, well, can I have Martha out on, on the side here, please? Out here. When you have a spirit of knowledge, all right, you know many things. And then, like you know about the stars, the moon, whatever, and you then say that it came from an explosion. Do you see? That is, you you do not attribute things to God, things that you know, or things that you found out. Then it cancels out all the knowledge and makes you a fool. Like, which is the opposite of somebody who knows things. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. I love walking with you. I love, I love, yes, I love walking with you. You can take me any place that you want to. 
must respect that there is a difference between knowledge and wisdom and understanding and counsel and truth even. Alright? And then, you must know that God in his power, okay, is giving these wonderful things through his Holy Spirit. In fact, the fact that he calls knowledge a spirit should make you Realize that things that are in your mind are spirits. The things that are in your mind are spirits. Now, all of us desire spiritual experiences. For instance, we all desire to have an angel standing by our side. And we all desire... To see somebody walking across and it was an angel. Or to wave your hand this way and then you feel something and say, that, wow, that's an angel. 
But the closest that you are ever probably going to make contact with the spirit realm would be a thought in your head. Yes. When, when there is a thought in your head hmm, or in your mind, you have come in contact with the spirit. Yes. When, when certain thoughts come, and there are two types of thoughts. There are sudden direct thoughts which come like maybe an idea. Okay, so, wow. Like yesterday I had like that in the afternoon. I was praying and then a thought came to my mind. This is probably the closest contact you will have like you will recognize. Because you see there is a barrier between the physical and the spirit. So we mostly contact physical things. It's not easy to see a spirit or contact a spirit. The closest most people will ever have is a thought. Or knowledge. A thought of something you know. Or wisdom. Mm. And so there are two types. The first type are sudden thoughts. And the second type are pervading thoughts which are like opinions and ideas that you have. So when you talk to somebody and you find how the person's attitude is, just by talking what the person thinks and so on, you can sense the kind of spiritual interaction he has had or interaction with what type of spirits. If you meet somebody sometimes from another church and you suggest to come to church in the morning and you close in the evening, it may dismiss you as mad. And it shows the spirit the person has been in contact with. If you meet another person and you suggest it, the person will say, of course, we, we go home at 2 a.m. We go home at midnight. It's normal. So, it also shows a certain spirit that is there over a, time, over a period of time. So, these are the two contacts you can have. All right. So, the spirit of knowledge, right, is a spirit. It's a spirit. That's why when you are casting down, it doesn't even say casting down devils, casting down imagination. It's like you can almost interchange the word, the knowledge or the imagination in the spirit. You almost interchange the words. And when Jesus was speaking of the Holy Spirit, he said, when he comes, he will bring to your remembrance, like the spirits bring things to, to, mind, to, to your minds. So that, that's, that's spiritual. It's the most spiritual. Don't think of brushing the feathers of an angel's wing. If you think of those things, you will always think you are not spiritual. You will be spiritual, but you will think you are not spiritual. But even receiving the word and listening to things and having good thoughts and scriptures going through your mind, it shows the spirits that are at work in you. Yeah. If you go to Europe, I will bet with you, I won't even go down to the level of 50 cities. I won't go to the level of 50 cities. I'll start from a thousand cities to 10,000 to 20,000 cities. That if you meet 
100 white boys walking in England and you talk to them and ask them about Jesus Christ or about God, more than 90 out of 100 will tell you there's nothing like that. There's nothing like God. I, I won't start from 50 cities. I mean, the bet I'm going to have with you, it will not be 50 cities. I'll start from 1,000 upwards. Because I'm very sure that I'll win. Yes. I will not bother to go down to 50. Because I should have betted with you more than 50 cities. I'll be rich. 90 out of 100 in England, Germany, Norway, France. A white man. It's a pervading thought. It's an established understanding and idea that there is nothing like God. Yeah, if you, if, you, if you live there and you grow up in that community, that spirit takes over. I'll bet with you 90 out of 100 will tell you there is nothing like God. There's nothing like church. There's nothing like Jesus Christ. It's a spirit that is there. So even today, you see that few white men who believe in God have had some contact with Africa. Like white pastors who like preach or are believing in God. Either they've lived in Africa before or they've come out or they used to be there and they came out. Yes. But if they're from there. Oh, from 12 is even a bit late. Maybe 8, 6, Seven, eight, nine, ten, especially 16, 17, when they become teen. No, 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 no. You cannot even bring the subject. I tell you, do not discuss this nonsense. So these are pervading, but if you grow up here in Africa, you, 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 you more likely believe in God. It's like there is God. Even in the parliament, they will pray. Yeah. There is a God. The, the, the president will pray. The vice president will pray. The parliament will pray. Everybody will pray. Hey, it's normal. We pray. We believe in God. It's a pervading thought. But when that principality moves into the, a country, everybody will not believe. These are people who are evangelists and People who wrote the Bible, translated the Bible, went to the ends of the earth, died in foreign nations. That's the effect of the spirit that has affected them so much. And it came from certain people like Robert Ingersoll, Tom Paine, um, uh, Voltaire, and Darwin, who introduced certain ideas that there is no God, there is no need of God. So they, they spoke words. And ideas came into the system. Thoughts for the first time that there's nothing like God. Why is there God? What do we want about God? We should fight for ourselves. And the whole of Europe started to go gradually into that dimension. Until today. If there is a... If recently I met, I met somebody. I, I told the person, the person that I was, I was cursing. I said, I'm not cursing you. I said, your son who is a white boy. Is unlikely to believe in God. And today he has manifested that there is no God. 
he used to rubbish nonsense stupidity. But when he was a child, he was taken to Sunday school. Yes. It's not that I'm cursing you, but the spirits that are there, it would have been, it would have been better for, for them to bring their child to Ghana secondary school and to stay here than to grow up over there. Yes. Yeah. So, spirits are like knowledge. When the thought is in your head, the spirit is in you. So, Kenneth Hagin tells the story of this lady who was a pastor's wife, who was having her bath. When she finished bathing, she was dressing up in front of the mirror. And then, Jesus showed him. Jesus appeared to him and told him, I'm going to show you today how demons influence people. Then he showed him in the vision, the pastor's wife, who had been in the ministry and singing by her husband for 20 years. And the thought came to her, he showed her at home. She was standing in front of the mirror, dressing, and that he saw in the vision like a demon came to sit on the shoulder and then was speaking to the woman. Each time, the woman just, oh, how? What are you saying? So you are a very beautiful woman. You would have had fame and fortune out in the world. Why are you following this man all this time? But she just rebuked him. Three times, but the third time, she listened. So Jesus was showing him in the vision. This is now she's listening to you. So the thing moved from her shoulder into the head. So he saw that now, he said the woman became like transparent and he saw a dot, the thing move into the head. So now the thing was in her head. It's like the thought is now in her mind. So when the, the thought was in her mind, like the spirit is now in her mind and he saw it in the vision like glass. And the thing was now in the head. Then after some time, the thing in the vision as Jesus was standing there showing him the pastor's wife, the, 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 the thing moved from the head down to here, to the stomach. And he told, he, Jesus told Kenneth Hagin that now the thing has gone into her heart. It's deeper. Yes. So when the thought enters you, the spirit has entered you. And when it's in your heart, that's it. So she now turned totally against Christ. And she left her husband. You see, and this vision, what happened was that sometimes prophets, when they see you or they are in physical contact with you or they touch you or they see you or they lay hands on you, so that they have visions. So he was in the pastor's house and the pastor was alone with his daughter. Was the, the wife had left. So the, the daughter was going to sleep. And he told the daughter, let pastor pray with you before you go to bed. So they knelt down. He knelt down at the table. He would say he was drinking milk. When he knelt down, he entered into the vision. Here was Jesus. And Jesus said, I'm going to show you how demons. And it was this, the pastor's wife. Yeah. So you, you got to be like extremely careful about what you hear. Because you may meet somebody, a friend, person will say something that's not occurred to you before. Like you, you take, let's say, some people, people who go to West Legal. So you can make it without a man. You think it's a joke, but you see that it is in them. You can make it. I don't need a man. I don't need this. I don't need that. 
And it manifests, even when they marry, they will live as if they don't need you. They say, I don't need you, I don't need anybody, I don't need whatever. It's like, but it's all, you can make it, you can do it. You don't need this, you don't need that. I have a career, I can do this, I can do that. You, you think you are joking. Usually the things you are joking are the things you are serious about. Yeah. That is why sometimes even when you are befriending divorcees and, or sometimes, not even divorcees, but like somebody who is okay for you to leave. You know, even your own mother can be suggesting things to you that a man is not worthy of following and suffering over. You know, and that thought has not occurred to you before. It's not worth all this you are suffering. Before you realize it is in your head. And then it controls you. Or you see your father and your mother's marriage breaking up. And you become afraid of it. So something enters, a thought enters you. I'll never marry. Yeah. One day I saw a sister. She, I think at, at that time even she had gotten married. But she did not marry for years. Then I had a word of knowledge. And I said, 13 people proposed to you and you said no to all of them. She was shocked. I said, me? I said, count it. Two days later, I met her. I said, have you counted? 13. Yes. 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 Everybody who proposed, no. No, I don't need. The best, the best brothers, when they propose, her response would be, oh, how? Me and you are such a, a, we are such good brothers and sisters. How does such an idea occur to you? How? We are good brothers and sisters. We are flowing in the church. How does it occur to you to marry me? Yes. So when you watch films, you watch things, certain things enter, you don't know that it's... Now look, spirits can be present, but you don't know that it's present. Look, think about the madman of Gadara. 6,000 demons in one. So that's why somebody once asked a question, how many demons can sit on the tip of your finger? Uh-huh. Yes. 6,000 were in the manual. So it, it means that several thoughts and ideas and streams of spirits can just be in you. You don't even know. And it's like because you come to church and, and you are flowing in church, you think that it's normal. Yeah. But several spirits may be in you even though you are in the church. Yes, so that's why somebody has that. How many can sit on the, on the tip of your finger? Maybe it's possible that maybe even 2,500 demons can sit on the tip of your finger like this. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. But we don't know how they are compartmentalized. Yeah. But when they came out,
got into a head of pigs. The pigs decided to commit suicide than to stay with these demons. And they said, hey, no, we want to die. But so much demonic power was in one man. And you can imagine the streams of thought. That is why whenever you have somebody who is stubborn, you're always concerned about evil spirits. Because stubbornness is like, I have a mind. We talk to you, I will not change. We talk to you, I will not change. We talk to you, I will not change. You always become worried about the presence of evil spirits. Because it can, you can't be changed. You can't be moved. You can't be shifted along the line. It's a very worrying thing. That's why I say stubbornness is I, as idolatry. It's a high problem. Or rebellion. Somebody wants to fight against authority. When they say do this, oh. When they say, come and look, you can't come and tell. When they say, move here, sir. Why? You always you are like this. You, are. you see, it, 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 it's very strong. Your thought line is very, very altered. Yes. How many demons can sit at the top of this finger? You can never tell. Maybe when we get to heaven, we'll find out. Maybe before I realize 250,000. Hey! So the madman had a thought in his mind that he must remove his clothes and that nobody should ever tell him what to do and nobody should control him. All these were spirits. Where to stay, what to do. Control me. No, don't control me. Don't tell me what to do. And you find it in the church. When you ask somebody, I was say, so it's personal. Somebody said, you can't, you can't come into this area. This aspect is not, I, I don't want to discuss this area. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You are denied access. So you are, you are denied controls. Hey. True. So, brothers and sisters, you've got to be very, very careful. That's why Jesus said, take it how you hear. Take it what you hear. Take it how you hear. That's why those who listen to the podcast, those who listen to messages, you see that somehow you are being changed. You are being changed. You are being changed. If you listen, if you come and you hear again, and another, and it's changing you. It's changing you. That's why I never felt worried to give my Kenneth Hagin tapes to people. Because they don't listen. They may listen once and say, hey, I don't see what you are. But I'll listen and listen and listen and listen. It affects me. The spirits are entering me. The spirit entered into me when he spoke to me. When, I, when, you are, when you are being spoken to, spirits are entering into you. Jesus said, the words I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Life, life. Yes. So a thought is probably one of the most spiritual things you will ever experience. Those of you who want to experience spirits, like I want to feel the feathers. There's a song, Feathers of the uh, Angels. I can feel the brush of angels' wings. Yes. The presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel the brush of angels' wings. 
I see glory in its face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel the brush of angels' wings. I can feel the brush of angels. It's like angels came by and I felt an angel just passed me by. Look, the most spiritual contact you are likely to ever have is a thought. Perhaps a direct thought that just appears in your head. Either from the Holy Spirit or from a demon maybe. You are escaping from demonic thoughts. In Jesus name. So, one of the very important, you see, and thoughts can be categorized into wisdom thoughts, knowledge thoughts, understanding thoughts, counsel thoughts, fear of the Lord thoughts, truth thoughts, revelatory thoughts. All these are thoughts, types of thinking. So when God wants to bless you, he starts to give you these spirits. He says, I will give him the spirit of wisdom. He will know how to go about it. So when I started the church, God gave me the spirit of wisdom to work with lay people and build a church. Yes. Nobody told me to do that. To work with what I had. Yes. To appoint pastors. That was a spirit of wisdom that was working in me. Like the idea and the thoughts. One day I was standing with a man called Uncle James. Uncle James. And he told me. You know he was speaking about branches. He said, he told me the largest church in Ghana, he mentioned the name of it, he said, because they have many small, small, small branches. So that day, the thought entered my head, you see, of small, 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 small branches, plenty. That's why I said, you may meet one person, you say something, and a thought will enter your head that you had not had before. And it's a spirit that is entering you. Are you still around? I went one day to visit a pastor. He told me, he said, many of my members have moved to Adenta and beyond. Those, those days, those areas were far away, out of Accra. And he said, the future is to the people will not, cannot come here. His church was in town. And he was just saying something. But the thought entered into me, into me. That branches. I went and started immediately. Before him. Before he started. <laughs> Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Enter your people with thoughts. Ideas. In Jesus' name.
That is why it is the words of a song that are carrying the spirits of the song. Yes. That's why people cannot even believe sometimes when Ida is singing some of her beautiful songs that this song that was used for evil charged with spirits of lust charged with demonic spirits of fornication can be sung in a church completely different and minister a completely different feeling because the words are what are carrying the spirits that's why the bible says be filled with the spirit speaking to one another in psalms and hymns the psalms and hymns are supposed to speak so when a singer sings and we can't hear what he's really saying it's just it has no power to minister even if it's in uh, christian words The words I speak to you, they, those were their spirits. And their life. The words I'm speaking, they are spirits. Yes. So, very important for you to believe that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of knowledge. When knowledge comes to you. Now, knowledge, you know, is a spirit that what we call spiritual people don't like. Like even wisdom is, is, is more acceptable than the spirit of knowledge. Yeah. That is why they would say that, why well, you are a doctor? How can you believe in such things? But you are a doctor. How can you go to church all the time? But are you not educated? And we form what we call an aberration. As far as those who feel they have knowledge are concerned, or as far as educated people are Why should an educated person believe in all this? Why should somebody who is at a certain level of knowledge bow himself down to fastings and prayer? Because what we are calling spiritual people, people who we have certain things we call spiritual. Shh, 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 bring my towel, bring my towel, and those type of things. It's like that's what we feel the spirituality. It's like it's as if it doesn't go with knowledge. It's like it doesn't go with knowledge. So charismatics are often left out when it comes to the spirit of knowledge. And then when it comes to the spirit of knowledge, a lot of the knowledge, right, is found by unbelievers. A large part of knowledge is found by unbelievers and is in the hands of unbelievers. Satanists, atheists. Yes. Most of the people who you will call doctors, professors, researchers, scientists, they don't have any belief in God. 
And that is knowledge that Christians regularly extract from them and use for medicines and other things. Even aeroplanes. The people who built all these things that we use every day. They don't even believe in God. Because of that, Christians associate knowledge with unbelief and with unspirituality. Yeah. So it's almost as if somebody knows something. It's like he's unspiritual. There are pastors in town, people consider them as unspiritual. One time somebody was commenting about a pastor in town who was preaching. He said, oh, this man, what he's preaching, I mean, if this one is preaching, then he mentioned some secular politician that, oh, then this secular politician might as well come to the church to, to preach because this, what this pastor preaches is the same. Yeah, people have words to say. When you have such people speaking in the church, they just contaminate the environment and send spirits. Now, the Bible says every good, not some good, every good and perfect gift comes from above. So, the good gifts that God gives to human beings, because he makes his sun to shine on the good and the evil. In other words, he makes the goodness, the goodness of God and the grace of God appears on both good and evil people. So he gives to a lot of evil men great gifts as to whether they would use the gifts and give him glory. It's another thing. Are you listening to me? Yes. That rather makes them say there is no God. Wow. It was prophesied in the book of Daniel, and the last days knowledge shall increase. And that is why there are so many things that have increased knowledge, 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 knowledge. Many of the gifts, every good gift, every singer who sings and a good song. The song, if the song is good, was given to him by God. But whether he used the song for the glory of God, and whether he sang for God, is another question. Every single song. Take our Facebook. Many, almost every church in the world. Facebook is the website that everybody can have. If you don't have a website, don't have a website manager, Facebook is there. You just go on in my Facebook. So most people have shifted to Facebook. And the founder of uh, Facebook, what is his name? Zook. He's 27 years old. 29 years now. Yeah. He has declared himself an atheist. That there is nothing like God. Are you going to say that you are not going to use Facebook. Because the man says that there is no God. Huh? Apple also. He's gay and atheist. He's a homosexual and he says there is no God. All those with iPhones.
and iPads. Based on that, you might as well smash your phone today. But, but it, it, it's almost as though our common sense tells us that no, this knowledge which has come is also for me. This revelation that has come, it, it, I think it's, I think, I don't know why God passed it through that person, but it's also for me. And I can use it for the glory of God. So much of the knowledge and the science that is in the world is in the hands of unbelievers. And when Christians see, they will say, oh, when Galileo, Galileo, do you know Galileo? When Galileo started to find out about, he made a little, a longest telescope. And he started to look and he saw Jupiter. And he saw the four moons going around Jupiter. Every day, he, every day, he drew what he saw. You see, you see his drawings. Round and then he used a, an asterisk. One star, two, two, one moon, two moons, three moons around Jupiter. Then the next day, he saw one here and two here. Then the next day, he saw one here, one here. And one year. So every day he, he drew what he saw. He couldn't know what it was. What is this? Sixteen <laughs> hundred. That's when he started. That's when he saw look in the sky and he saw Jupiter. It was considered anti God. He was considered as an enemy of the church. For somebody to be going into astronomy to find stars, planets, and be describing these things, it's like you don't fear God. And you are coming to spoil the church. (laughs) Knowledge has been, the, the spirit of knowledge has been blocked in the church. So you see, people who call themselves spiritual and prophets, often they operate with, in the absence of certain Kinds of knowledge. You even wonder how they are able to make it. Yes. It's like, I don't need to know all this. All this information, all these new things. It's not necessary. But the most, give me my towel. The most spiritual. The most spiritual. I tell you, you are. You see, that's why the spirit of knowledge goes with the spirit of the fear of the Lord. That as you see the things, you give glory to God. But not that as you know things, you don't give glory to God. Look at the songs that some of these people sang. They could have sung it to God. They could have sung it. That's what we are doing. We are singing it to God. We are singing it to God. We are blessed. You had such a, a heavenly me- melody. You didn't sing it to the Lord. You sang it to some girl. You sang some imaginary love. Some things that were never real that you never experienced in your life. Ah. So, brothers and sisters, don't be averse to the spirit of knowledge. It's one of the important branches. All right? Now, what does it mean, knowledge? Maybe I should just say that a bit. It is acquaintance with facts. You see, if something is a fact, it's a fact. (laughs) To know things, acquaintance with facts, truths, 
Like I know this. I know this. There's nothing wrong with knowing things. I know that this works like this. I know this is this. I know this is that. There are many things that are facts. Truths. Acquaintance with facts is not negative. That's why I want all of you to go to the university. Don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want you to be averse. Anybody who you are first love children, all of you, you go to the university. That's why our Anakazo Bible School is like a university. That's why even university graduates come there to school. After they've gone to university, they come there. It's structured in that way. And more, div- even the university graduates, when they came, they, they, they start failing because they realize that it is more difficult than. Uh, it's more difficult than uh, the university. Apart exams that you've been doing there. Yes, that is why the exam result is plus one, minus one. You get it wrong, it's minus one. You shouldn't lie. If you don't know, say I don't know. Don't guess. Knowledge is also familiarity with a particular subject or branch of knowledge. Branch of learning. There are many branches of learning. Many branches of learning. Anybody who exposes himself to the branches of learning, you are helping yourself. There's nothing... Excuse me, there's nothing negative about it as far as the church is concerned. The branches of learning. Engineering. Many times I have, I have corrected engineers. I ask them, are you not an engineer? Do not call yourself an engineer. Is this not what an engineer is supposed to do? It has not been negative to me. I will climb the scaffolding and climb to the top and question what they are doing. Yes, I can show you many pictures of myself climbing buildings, climbing, inspecting. Even though I don't know certain things, I know certain things which help me. And I've seen many wicked engineers whom if I had left my life in their hands. A branch of learning will never harm you. Another branch of learning, law. How can it harm you? It's when you don't have the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Then you will not understand. Yes. Law? And you see people. You see one pastor. The church is registered in the church's name. Then he gets up and he says he's breaking away. And uh, he started the church. So he's taking the church building and everything. I saw one pastor like that, completely ignorant of the law. (laughs) Completely ignorant of the law. The branch of learning is absent in his head. Even though he said, bring me my towel. Take it, receive it. He said that that is spirituality. Spirit of knowledge of a branch of learning. And he went to court with his wonderful church and fought in court and the church also fought him and court cases take years but at the end of the it was ruled you have lost out 
go out of it's our church. You can't take our church. The same with all our lighthouses. You can't take any of them. We'll fight you legally in any way if you try it. Even the members will fight you spiritually. Yes. People don't know what it means. Africans, we don't know a lot of the branch of learning of law. Almost all the cases we go to as a, as a country, we say we are going to international court, we lose all. The, the white people have written the things down and written whatever and they have secured themselves. You never see a white man around doing business who has not secured himself before he came here. You pay for his ticket even to come here. He will never lose as he's coming. One time some white people came to do some work for us and then they, some one of my people was asking me, are you not coming to, to greet them? I said, oh, there's no need for me to greet them. They are here for money. They are here. They've signed a contract. They have no interest in friendship. Or, you see, we black people, we are friends. Do you understand? We are friends and we, 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 we relate. Like, oh, as you've come, when I come to your country, you also come. No, that is not how they understand it. Almost every time a black person meets a white person, there's a contract. The black people lose because we are more friendship oriented. Oh, yes. And you see from the type of arrangements. Yeah. One time a man signed a contract with a restaurant to just rent his place. Part of the agreement was any time I pass, I can eat. It's like just eating. (laughs) Friendship. You understand? Friendship. Not just rent, but eating. (laughs) So, knowing the branches of learning will not harm. Medicine. What I see as a miracle is different from what a lay person sees as a miracle. One time I remember I was somewhere in a, in a foreign country and one brother said to me, the greatest miracle that he remembered happening, on stage, I will not mention what the miracle was, something that happened. In fact, the person came on stage, there was a whole something and it was quite a dramatic thing. But it was the miracle I was least impressed about. But it was the miracle he was most impressed about because he doesn't know medicine. Yes. So when, I, when, I, when I'm on stage with Dr. Go and I ask him, is this a miracle? I say, well, we are doctors. There are things that really impress us. Really, really impress us. But when you are not a doctor or you are not into medicine, you, you'll be impressed by something. You know, a lot of times people are sick. They say, oh, how is oh, it's everything? It's okay. He's been for treatment. He's come to the house. Everything's okay. Then when I ask, what is it? Then I rather know that, oh, this person is about to die. But the, the family or whoever I've been to, oh, he's been to see the doctor. I've gone for treatment. Everything is okay now. He's back in the house and all that. But they don't know that this is it. It's, you, are, you are going. And so you see that a lack of knowledge of a branch of learning it affects you, even though you, you, are, you claim that you are spiritual. Wow. Take architecture. 
how many architects in Ghana have ever designed a large hall? We can count the large halls. This is probably the largest hall in Accra. This one. Yes. This one here. So wait, wait. But how many have designed a large hall? Architects. You find as you relate with them, even as a pastor, you see that, you, you, you can see that they, 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 they lack certain things. You try to explain that they don't even get it. But most of all, when you are a pastor and an architect comes to do something for you, because you lack any knowledge in the art of, uh, the branch of that branch of learning, they will design for you what you cannot build. And what you can never finish. Look. I have visited, one day I was in Kenya and I was driving to a church. Somebody was taking, he was taking me to go and show me a building. We passed by a building that was under construction. And I pointed, so this church has been, they have been building it for many years. And the pastor asked me, how do you know? I said, oh, from the design, I can see that you cannot finish it now. He must have been doing it for many years. He cannot easily finish it now. I have seen so many impossible to finish designs. Why? Because of my small knowledge of that branch of learning. So even though I call myself spiritual, the spirit of knowledge is an integral... Look, without it, you, you, it neutralizes your wisdom. It's, it's just like without the fear of the Lord, your knowledge of, of diseases, of this, of that, of aeroplane, it, 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 it tends to nothing. That's why a pastor, somebody who is working for God must know more in the different branches of learning. Oh yes, it's very important. So when it, one time we were, we were dealing with a new engineer who had not worked for us before. And he was saying, leave it to me. I said, never, never say that word to me. Leave it to me. I will never, we never leave anything to anybody here. We can understand it. we've been to school. We can explain what you are saying. Use English words. Never use that word here. Leave it to leave it to us. Leave it to me. We, ne- we don't leave things to you. Who are you that we should leave it? We will never leave it for you. Explain what you are doing. And because you don't have any knowledge in that branch of learning, you lose all your money. You lose everything. It's more expensive than it should be. Everything is ten times so much. You are sitting down saying that, leave it to the engineer. One day I went to a, a certain pastor. He was writing a constitution. Leave it to the lawyers. I said, me, I should leave it to the lawyers. Look, I will never leave it to any lawyer. I'll write it myself with their, with their advice. If they were prepared to, 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 to work with me. Yes, I should leave it to you. That's how people, one day a pastor, they brought, they came to him. He had a huge ministry, huge television ministry, everything. The biggest in the world at the time. Then they told him, you know, this problem has come. Sign here. And he said, he heard a voice, voices of haste. Don't follow voices of haste. He said, oh, this is just, you know, something for us to, what do you call it? uh, Sort out the issues that have come up. So he signed. That was it. From that, they took the, the, as soon as they, they left the board meeting, you are no more in charge. Leave the campus. Leave this, leave this, leave this, leave this, and out. Yes. The branch of learning. Let's say education is also a branch of learning. I've talked about engineering. I've talked about architecture. I've talked about medicine. I've talked about law. I'm not talking about education. 
Let's take university education. Somebody asks, why don't you have a university? We don't have a university because we are not running a secular, that's not my calling. And then number two, if you understand what a university is. Look, if I'm, if I'm holding, I'm making a medical school, I cannot teach my own version of anatomy. I cannot teach, let's say, what I consider to be surgery and say he's now a surgeon. No, there is something that's accredited as surgery. There's a, there's a course accredited as physiology. You can't get up and start your own form of pharmacology and say, I've taught them drugs. No, 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 no. There is a, the, the, country is, the country has enough sense to know that you cannot just form a school and say, you are teaching economics, business, finance. That is a, they have to have an accreditation but which says these are the type of people who can teach. You must have a master's degree minimum, if not a PhD. Master's in, and not even, not MPhil. MA is not even, and there's MA and MSc. One of them is qualified to. There are differences. You, this is the minimum to teach. So anybody there must have these qualifications or PhD and above. Number two, uh, the, uh, 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 you must have certain facilities, you must do whatever, and this is the standard as accepted agreement of curriculum for every subject. You can't decide your own. So, even though I'm a spiritual leader, if I make a university, I can't decide how I will teach economics. I can say I will teach literature, I will teach math, I will teach art, I will teach this, out. and the saddest part is that when you say you are teaching religion, what is accredited in the university as religion is not what we are teaching here. What we are teaching in the church is considered as gibberish nonsense by them. They consider it as gibberish nonsense. There's nothing like shepherding. There's nothing like loyalty. There's nothing like anointing. There's nothing like church growth. There's nothing like pastoral ministry. There's nothing like all those things. What we are teaching, it's, not, it's nothing. So if I set up a university... All those things, first of all, even me, the founder, I'm not qualified. I don't have an MSc or an MA. I don't have a master's degree in in church growth. I don't have any degree. So I have to call religions lecturers, who some of them may be unbelievers or even without anointing or whatever, to come and teach a different subject. (laughs) So, because I have a certain knowledge of what education is, I don't understand why am I setting up a university to go and teach political science, this, that, that, and all those things, apart from just generally helping education in the nation. But according to my ministry, my ministry is even set aside. So go to see all the church universities. They are not allowed to teach. There are things that they will say something lectures, like they will say he what most lectures is non, non-scoring and out of order if you have time for it. That's the end of you. That's why our Roberts University has been taken away from him. They take it, they've taken it out and said, no, no. And they ask him, no, don't come to this campus again. Yes. And you see other religions, they say, it's a, it's a university. Other religions are there praying. They must be allowed there. So you've set up a center for multi-religious cultural, whatever. It's completely different from, so it's the knowledge of that branch of learning that even guides me. That's why when you go to our Anakazo campus, we've written there in embraced that we do not want accreditation from anybody. 
No, anybody who tries to go and bring, because once you bring accreditation there, it means all the teaching about shepherding, this, that, that, will be thrown away. That's what it means. That is the meaning, but you may not know because you don't have knowledge. You don't have knowledge. You, you are, you are bring, my, bring my towel. Bring my towel. Receive it now. So you, so you think you have, but you don't, have, you don't know about that branch of learning. So you take your whole church's finance and go and set up everything that you don't believe in. Well, what is the oppo- what even despise because charismatic we are despised by the orthodox they despise us we are seen as offshoot and mushroom churches who are not really whatever so that is why even what we teach what we teach is not it's, it's like it's not even called knowledge in the university so until they accept that this teaching of church growth is knowledge we, they, they can never accredit us. We accredit ourselves like Harvard. They accredit themselves. They have not accredited by anybody. We accredit ourselves. Harvard and whatever, they are not accredited by any, they don't belong to any organization. Is it not true? Yes. Some of you are in private universities. Yes. You are in a private, don't mention the name of the university, but just tell us some of the things that are happening there, but don't, 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 don't mention any names. Um, no denominations meet on campus, but Muslims have found a way to pray. They meet about 60 Muslims. They meet, they pray. And no denomination is allowed? No, just one. Including the, the church which founded it? Yes. Now they've moved outside the campus to go and build their own church. So their own church is that's founded is not allowed there? No, no. There's just one campus church for everybody to attend. Yeah. And many, many, many things. You are not allowed to do this. You can't tell us not to what to wear. Yeah. Yeah. They've removed the dress code too. When I went there in first year, there was a dress code. You, guys don't wear shorts to class. You don't wear stretch as a lady. You don't expose. But they've taken everything away. Now you can wear what? In Such shorts, as? Long top, crop top. It's bad. But almost bum shorts. People... You can see that somebody is almost naked to class, but nobody can say anything. Is it founded by a church? A church, a very great church. Wow! Many churches have started universities. And you, you've made the... Walk around. Hey! Fantastic. Is there anything else? Yeah, thank you. Fantastic. I'm talking about branches of learning. You, you may not understand it, but because you don't know. Another area of learning is branch of learning, astronomy. Yeah. When you study the stars, you think about the sun. When, when you even see the wonders of this solar system, which is just a small system, from the sun, Mercury, Venus, Earth, you see the sun so far, you never know that a wind is blowing from the sun. Like wind is blowing. (laughs) Top speed 
from the sun coming. Did you know? I don't know. Because a branch of learning is completely out of your life. Spirit of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And that, 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 that sun, that, that wind is seen at the North Pole. You can see it at the North Pole. Or you can see it in some countries. They used to think it was angels. Yes. And then they found out that it was the wind that was coming from the sun. There's the last dredges of that wind. It has blown up to earth. It's not just the heat, the, the wind. It has come all the way, reached the earth. After earth comes Mars and then um, Jupiter. All those places are cold. It's too far from the sun. And Jupiter is one thousand, if earth is one, Jupiter is one thousand times bigger. Hmm? With 54 moons going around it. We have one. And we went to the one and we came. And there are more. And they sent a, a spaceship, I think 94, 95. It got to Saturn around 2006. It's been flying through the atmosphere at supersonic speed. Got there after about 9 or 10 years. And started filming the rings around Saturn. And all the things that they have there. Fantastic. But you see, Christians don't like knowledge. They are about to start mining in the, in the, in the sky. They are, they are mining uh, asteroids and flying uh, what you call. But they found that there are some very important rocks and things that they really need. So small one kilo is worth billions. So they have sent mining equipment to go and mine some of the shooting stars. <laughs> but like Christians, like we don't want such things. Uh, wow. Are you there or you are going home? Can you imagine how fast Saturn and when they got to Saturn, if I show you here, I wish I could show you a, a, a big screen and you see, you only want to kneel down and worship God. That's if you believe in God. Yes, you only want to worship God. It's amazing. And God doesn't care that you don't know. Like you've never known there's Saturn, there's all these rings. When, when, when you fly past the planet, what? Glory. Glory. The earth is the only planet surrounded by a blue line. Every other planet is black, red, or brown. The earth you see, there is, a, there, is a, there, is a, there is an airport in Cape Town. They have a special plane that goes vertically. If you can ever go on it. It goes like this. Then it goes up. Then straight up. Straight. It is used to see the blue line. The whole earth is, is the only planet. Blue. It's the only place with oxygen. Air. Water. <laughs> and life. Everywhere else. It's just specific. If we were to move a little towards the sun, everything would burn. A little, just some few inches away, everything would be too cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see, knowledge helps you because you don't know. Are you still around? And when you keep flying past Saturn towards Neptune and Pluto, and you take a photograph. So they went there, and they took a picture of the sun. Do you know what has happened to the sun when it got there? It had become a dot, a star. 
So not knowing that the sun was one of the stars. Plenty stars of the sun was just was we are actually one of it's like a planet, the small, a very small planet within just that particular star, which is one of the plenty dots. And now they have found the stars bigger, Ataris, 1,000 times bigger than the sun. Arcturus, a star. It's a star, one of the twinkles. The stars are the ones that twinkle. The ones that are not stars, they don't twinkle. It's just the light is just there. But the stars, you see it like this. We we have to have a, 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 what do you call it, telescope here to to see these things. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) Branches of learning. But you see, People, Galileo, 1600. Then the church immediately rejects, hey, it's bad. Television. Catherine Kuman, she had many miracle services. Amazing miracle. No television in my service. No television. It's like they are bad things. So it was Oral Roberts who came and said, there's nothing wrong with it. We can use it for the church. We can use it. So he said, okay, I went to television. All my, what do you call it? Catherine Kuman, no television. So there are only two films of her. There are only two films of her. Many Christians reject the spirit of knowledge. Yes, it's true. Except the knowledge that you use without thinking, like maybe malaria tablets, Panadol, Pasadol, those things that you don't think about. So you're always using it, but it's like, it's not in your mind. And you see, even when it comes to healing, when it comes to healing, the Bible says the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard. And the enemy, the enemy, the, the standard is, it means to cause to disappear. Yes. It is through medicine, the spirit of the Lord shall raise up a standard. Which means something that will cause you to disappear. The enemy will be caused to vanish. You are sitting here normally, all the sickness which would have killed you have all disappeared. You would have died long time ago except for the spirit of knowledge. And you see, that's the mistake with miracles. Is a mistake, the great mistake that Naaman the leper made. We all, you see, when he came for healing, they said, go and bath. And it's like, this is not a healing. It's not spiritual. You get what I'm saying? Yes, it's not spiritual. You told me to bath. Yes, bring me my towel. He wanted a prophetic wave. I said, go and bath. Seven times. Yes. We, we have our, so once there is a natural element, we reject it or apparent knowledge. And once it's not in the way we think it should be, if, if it involves any knowledge, so if it involves medicine, God has not moved. <laughs> if it involves medicine, God has not moved. One of the older prophets, a great, very great apostle, he built a big city. In, uh, in Chicago. One of his topmost subjects was preaching against doctors. Yes. Doctors were devils as far as he was concerned. Medicine is a bad thing. When you read about God's generals, he's the first. Doctors were demons and devils and medicine is a bad thing. Just pray. So watch out. You see, I'm trying to explain to you so that you will not you will not push away the spirit of knowledge. Yes. When you accept the spirit of knowledge, you, 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 you rise. 
I see you rising. I see you rising. When you harvest tangerines, when you harvest tangerines and oranges, have you used knowledge? When you make an iPod or an iPad, have you used knowledge? Yes. The spirit of knowledge is not, listen, it's the, I'm giving you the definitions. I said, number one, it is acquaintance with facts and truths. Number two, it's familiarity with particular branches of learning. Number three, it is acquaintance of familiarity gained by sight. Sight, what you've seen before. That's why we take people abroad. You may not know. That's why even to become a bishop, you have to be well-traveled in Lighthouse. You can't just be a bishop. You have to be well-traveled. It's acquaintance that you've gained by what you've seen before. And by experience. Yes. It shows the absence of a spirit of knowledge. How can you be a bishop here and then you are trying to dictate what should happen in Canada when you have no idea what it's like to live in Canada. You've never even seen a train before that is working. You've never seen a train that is working before. When we say a tram, you don't know what is a tram. When we say a train, you don't know what is train. When we say underground, you don't know what is underground. Because you've never been underground before. So it is the knowledge gained by sight and by experience. It's not that you should live there, but you know these things. Yes. That is why part of training is to travel. That's why I'm sure the government is always sponsoring people to go on trips. Various overseas trips. Is to improve. No, it's true. That you see, Ghanaians are some of the most enlightened West Africans. I'm telling you, even Ghana is a very, very advanced country. We are always complaining, but it's a very advanced relative to others. And one of the reasons is because Ghanaians, from the beginning of our independence, have been traveling. And it makes Ghanaians more broad. That's why, have you not seen almost every bath in that there is a joke? A new joke will come out of it just now. There's a joke about everything. Is it not true? Yes. They will come up with a cartoon or something will be said. Hey. Yes. A movie in Kumasi called Judgment Death 1 and 2. <laughs> yes. Amen. Turn to Proverbs chapter 1. I'm talking about the spirit of knowledge. 
The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, to know wisdom, instruction, instruction. They are all different words. That's what I'm trying to explain. Each one has a different. Instructions are given to people who fly planes. That is why when you go to learn how to fly a plane, you are taught by an instructor. Because your ideas are not important. Do you understand? Your opinion is not needed. It's just instructions that are being given. You have to follow what is being said or you will die. Do this, do this, do this. Each word has a different meaning. And each of them is something, is in the same field. It's like medicine, a dentist, a cardiologist, a physician, a gynecologist. It's all medicine, but it's slightly different. And they all have their great implications. Instructions are given. Your time for flying is about to happen in Jesus' name. And flying comes to those who can follow instructions. Yes. You've been walking long enough. I say you've been walking long enough. Your opinions and your ideas are not necessary. How many times we have felt sad as pastors that just simply tell them, marry this person, marry this person, marry this person. They don't understand. We who are married have a different understanding of marriage. Yes. Those who are not married have a completely astronomical idea of what marriage is. (laughs) <laughs> you would have been flying if you could have been given instructions say this one marry one day a brother told me that he was going to leave his beloved yes because they had so many problems from the families then I told him don't leave her this one is a good one Because I knew that it was a good one. Because I can see. I can see. I said, don't leave her. You will not get it. You see, some years ago, my father-in-law, when he was alive, we were at a funeral. And I I asked him a question about marriage. Is it good to marry the second time? Because the person's wife had died. He told me something. I didn't understand it. He said, if you get a good person. I said, is it okay to marry after one year, six months, two years? Five? He said, it doesn't matter about the time. It is what is matters if you will get a good one. That is what matters. It's not about the time. But you see, uh, yeah, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is experience and knowledge. And that same experience and knowledge made me tell the brother. I said, look, this is a good one. Don't leave her. You don't know. And he followed the instruction. Instruction will make you fly. 
I see you flying in this life and flying in the ministry in Jesus' name. <laughs> Shabaya! He showed me because you can't see it everywhere is blue. Here is blue, everywhere is blue. He showed me a dial. He said, This one. And it was just as small like this. He said, Where you turn this, the whole plane will turn. So, yeah, pilot. So he decided to demonstrate it to me. Yes, the plane, he demonstrated it. So we are flying, I think, 294 East or 294. That, that, oh, you see, like here, zero. 45, uh, 180 or 90, 180, 270, 360. So where you turn on the earth, if it's one, so the Kotoka Airport runway has a particular, it's maybe on 73. So when you are landing, you, you, you turn it to 73 and the plane aligns itself with number 73. The runway is exactly at 73. And the whole world is exactly in one. So he, he turned it like this. He just turned it like that. And when I said the plane, and then the plane said, I go, so you see? I said, I see. And he turned it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not about your ideas of what you think. Look. <laughs> One day I was I was in the cockpit. We were landing. Look, make sure your heart is okay before you go and sit there. The speed of the plane, you would think you are going to crash. Top speed, like this. You know, and being so inquisitive, I asked him, "Wow." And the pilot, he disconnected the autopilot and took the wings. I said, ah, whatever. And he was landed. And he held the thing like that and landed the plane. I said, wow, your opinion is not wanted. One day I told the certain wife who was quarreling with her husband. She asked me, are, are you saying that I don't have... I said, your opinion is not needed. Your opinion is not needed. Some people are afraid to rebuke wives, rebellious wives. I told her, your opinion is not needed. Are you trying to say that as a wife? I said, as a wife, I'm t- take it from me. Shut up. Your opinion is not needed here. I don't, care if she, I don't care if she doesn't like me again. I told her, shut up. You are a destroyer. Your opinion is not wanted in this marriage. Leave your husband alone to, to lead. Nonsense. Yes. Are you see? People are afraid to, people are afraid to, you don't, you want to be friendly, you want everybody to like it. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't care. I knew what I was saying. I said, your opinion is not needed here. And there are times your opinion is not needed. And when your opinion comes, it's destructive. I don't know why you are standing. Sit down! about the spirit of knowledge. Preach about the spirit of knowledge. 
to receive instruction. Instructions from an instructor. Yeah. To receive the instruction of wisdom. Justice. Justice is another thing. Oh, yes. Justice, law, justice, judgment, equity. They are all different things. And the more the spirit of wisdom comes into you, the more you have knowledge about all these things. And when you don't know, you may get up and do things later you regret. Yes. All those who have more than 50 cities come, arrests. All those with this and this be executed. Later on, you see, because with a broader mind, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't kill all of them. No, 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 no. You see, that's why sometimes they say to be a president, you must be 40, not 29. You see. More aspects of wisdom and knowledge and understanding will come into you. More branches. (laughs) Equity. Fantastic. To give subtlety to the simple and to the young man knowledge. To To the young man what? To the young man what? To the young man Knowledge. Yes. Even in the, in the concept of marriage is a branch of learning. Sex is a branch of learning. Yes. Most of the ladies who marry don't have any inkling in that branch of knowledge. Yes. They think they do. Because a number of people have slept with you doesn't mean that you have knowledge in the area of sex. Especially if you were sleeping with a very young, young person. He doesn't need anything. He's already self-motivated. He's okay. He's okay. Whatever you give him is okay. But Christians, when you talk about sex, Christians, you have a lot of them even criticizing you. But it's a branch of knowledge. That's why I said that you, you, we sit down and you leave unbelievers to learn all about everything. And when they know it, it's almost like it's satanic. Why? It's not satanic. It's not satanic. You have rejected knowledge on every front. Whether knowledge of music, even knowledge of melodies, beautiful melodies. Some of the melodies are so fantastic. But you reject it. Yeah. You don't know anything. So that's why people say, hey, where do your pastor know all these things from? Hey, look at the book. Hey, your pastor, look at what he has written. Look at it. It's, the star. it's like Galileo in his time. He said stars. He said Jupiter. This and that. Is he trying to say God is not whatever? God is against whatever? That is it. Yes. The world is flat. The world is it. it they saw it as something against the church. Wow. Are you still here or you are leaving? 
Wow. What an amazing time in the Lord. Is it not amazing? Is it not amazing? Oh, what has happened? It's about time to be closing soon. Verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Look, if you don't get your class 1, class 2, class 3, and class 4, and your basic English right, you'll be speaking three English in parliament. English. You should see them. Sometimes you see people explaining wonderful economic things that they know. And they are are explaining it. They are explaining it. In a type of English. That English. Is English. That is caused by not doing class one. Or not doing class two. Or not doing class three. In a certain way. It affects all the knowledge that you, 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 you have. So even when you present. People may think you are not knowledgeable. But I tell you. I've learned to respect all these different accents and different ways of speaking because I've come to say people really know things. Yes. When you listen to some of the FM stations, they're not speaking English. They can explain economic and a lot of things very well. They understand things. But the class one, the basic English and from the house, I should say even, is affected all the knowledge that they have. It's true. So when you don't get the beginning of knowledge right, all the other knowledges that you get, you see that it's affecting everything. Your stars you've discovered, your medicine you've discovered, your music you have discovered, the melodies you have discovered, the science you've discovered, the law you've discovered, the nuclear, whatever you've discovered, everything means nothing because you didn't get the beginning right. It begins with the fear of the Lord. Wow. Is it amazing? Finally, turn to Isaiah. Chapter 5. Hmm. <laughs> Are you there? Don't forget to say amen to whatever is good. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 13. Therefore, my people. 
are gone into captivity. Because they have no knowledge. Captivity comes to people because they have no knowledge. When we were being taken away as slaves, we didn't know what it meant. That's why we sold our own brothers. Some of us, if you go and you find your ancestors, you'll be surprised that they were slave traders. Like your great-grandfather, you'll be surprised that he was a slave trader. You should not be surprised at the legal basis for certain diseases in your family. For some of the things that you've done. And done in your family. Yeah. Captivity. You will always be free. And their honorable men are famished. Honorable men are very hungry. Honorable men. Sometimes I have looked at people in the church and asked myself, these honorable people, why are they famished? Why are they lacking certain things? He says, because my people have no knowledge. Even the knowledge of economics and the knowledge that is in the book, he that has. It's one of the greatest books on prosperity. If you can take your time to go through it. Yes. Today in the morning I was teaching them about three things. Poverty, intractable poverty, and inequality. Yes. Poverty. Intractable poverty means not easy to treat, not easy to cure, not easy to remove it. And then inequality and how it comes about. You are escaping all three. Don't forget to say amen when you hear something good. You are escaping all three. You are escaping all three. You are escaping all three. They are honorable men are famished. And their multitude are dried up with thirst. Multitudes. You see, where there is no knowledge, that's why there's no water. Huh? Pipe-born water. No. We have a golf course over here. Famished, dried up. Then a white person came and came to work there. Made pipes, sunk boreholes, connected them, and now the place is green. A multitude are dried up with test, could not make water run in the golf course. It's the same as making water run in Accra. Yes. Run in your house. When you open, you have to close it. Most plumbers in Ghana don't connect pipes properly. 
Most plumbers. Unless you have not employed one before. Maybe you should pray that the water will never run. Because if it runs, all of them will burst. They use bad glue. They didn't connect it well. Most, you see, one time I, 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 was, I was involved in a project. And then I, I, I got a good pump. A rear pump. So the pump put the pressure on. Proper. Then the plumber came. Sir, all the pipes are breaking. The pressure is too high. I said, no. That's the normal pressure. You have never built a house with normal pressure. Most people build house with bathroom, toilet, and they use bucket. You are not supposed to use bucket. Look, there are no buckets at overseas. (laughs) Oh, yes. Nobody uses a bucket. Nobody uses a bucket. There, there is no corner. There is no corner anywhere where a bucket is used to fetch water. No. Or a pail. No, we don't. There's nothing like that. Or to go and fetch water and come. My people are dried up. The multitude are dried up with thirst. Because of what? Lack of knowledge. Do you know how much water we are pumping into the sea every day? One of the biggest rivers in Africa is at uh, Volta. Volta Lake River. We are filling the sea with fresh water. (laughs) We are filling the sea. You see, if, eh? Oh, you don't understand the project. I said, we are filling the sea. You will never fill the sea. Hey! I prophesy about your house. Your house will have running water. In every room, every path that will be running water. In the name of Jesus. And it will reveal the knowledge that is in you. Yes. All those who didn't stand, you will not have your own house. You see. sit down. I told you to say amen when you hear something wonderful. Your house will have running water. There shall be no buckets in your house. You will not be dried up for thirst. You are going to stop coming to the house and asking two questions. Is that light? Is that water? (laughs) In the name of Jesus! 
two questions will no more be asked by you anymore. Is there light? Is there water? No. No. You are free from that in Jesus' name. Sit down, sit down. I'm just reading the Bible. Honorable men are feeling hungry. Hey. Multitudes are dried up with thirst. Therefore, hell has enlarged herself. You see, the place of suffering becomes bigger when there is no knowledge. When there is no knowledge, any, every bad thing multiplies. Poverty is associated with crime, lack of knowledge, and bad education is associated with crime, and robbers. People don't have skills, people don't have jobs, wickedness, evil multiply, every bad thing. It all goes together. Therefore, hell has enlarged herself. Ooh. People don't know about God. Hmm? And open her mouth without measure. Their glory and their multitude and their pomp and he that rejoiceth shall descend into it. Glory, beauty is gone. Beauty is going down. No knowledge. Multitude, the church grows less. People become few. Everybody's migrating. The pomp and what is splendid and beautiful. And he that rejoices, you can't even have a party. Many of you have never had a birthday party. Never had a birthday party. Like, when you were five years old, there was nothing like, oh, it's your five-year-old birthday party. You will have a party to celebrate your life in Jesus' name. He that rejoices will descend into hell because there's no knowledge. Your parties are being scheduled as I speak. Those of you who have children and no party was ever held for you, I decree that you will have parties for your children in the name of Jesus. One year old party, five year old party. 10 year old party 11 year old party 15 year old party 18 year old party 21st year old party 25th year old party receive it in the name of Jesus and the mean man the mean man shall be brought down you will go up. You will go up. And the mighty man shall be humbled. You are escaping every humiliation. And the eyes of the lofty shall be humbled. Except you, you will be escaping in Jesus' name. Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Isaiah chapter 5 and verse number 13. Stand to your feet, lift your hands.
Let us pray. Pray for the spirit of knowledge to come into your life. Spirit of knowledge. Whatever branch of learning you need to know, receive knowledge. Receive it. Whatever branch of learning you need to know about, receive grace. Whatever facts or truths you need to know, receive grace. God is giving you facts, God is giving you truths. Whatever acquaintance by sight or by experience you need to have, receive sight. And may God give you that experience that you will know what you need to know. Thank you, Father, for your great help in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Put your hand on your heart. Father, we receive the blessing of your wonderful message of your wonderful word of the spirit of knowledge in our lives. May everyone who has laid hands on himself receive a mighty impartation of the mighty spirit of knowledge. Father, I lay my hands on my own self and I say, give me the spirit of knowledge. Whatever branch of learning I need, open me up to it, Lord. May you be open up to every branch of knowledge. May you have every experience you need to have. May you have everything that you need to see. May you see what? In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, thank you for knowledge about church growth, evangelism, the anointing, shepherding, pastoral ministry, evangelism. Thank you for the knowledge. In all these branches of learning. We give you praise. And we thank you. In Jesus name. And everyone said amen. Amen. Every head bow for a moment. And every eye close. If you are here today. You don't know Jesus as your savior. Pastor pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that. Lift up your right hand. And I'm going to pray. A wonderful prayer. I need Jesus. I need to know God. God bless you. I see your hands. Outside also. Lift it up high. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus. I want to know God. I need to know about God. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, come to me. Come, 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 come. Come to the front. Come. Come all the way. Yeah. I want to pray with you. Come running to the mercy seat where Jesus is calling his grace will be your covering. His blood will stand right here. It will provide your healing. Come running to that mercy seat. Come on! Oh, come on! Come running! Come running! Come running to that mercy seat where Jesus is calling. His grace will be a covering. His blood will flow freely. It will provide.
Lift your hands in front here. Say after me, Jesus. Thank you for tonight. Please forgive me for my sins. I confess I am a sinner. But tonight, I open up. I open my heart to you, Jesus. Please forgive me for my sins. Please cleanse me. Wash me. Forgive me for my wickedness. My many, many, many sins. Have mercy on me. Thank you, Lord. This evening, I receive Jesus as my Savior, my Master, and my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer. Please write my name in the book of life. Say it again. Please write my name in the book of life. Tonight, I register my name in the book of life. My name is, mention your name. My name is, please write this name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wonderful, wonderful. Are you excited that you have come to receive Jesus and say this wonderful prayer? A prayer can change your life. The day you get married, the pastor will say, you are. You just pray now. That's how you are married. In just one prayer. One word. Your life is changed forever. Amen. What's your name? Huh? Stefan, God is changing your life. Today marks a turning point in your history, your life. Never forget today. Amen. God has a great master plan for your life. I'm going to give you one of my books. It is called How You Can Become a Strong Christian. What a blessing. Wow. What a blessing. Amen. Lift your hands, let me pray for you. Father, let them not fall by the wayside. Let them stay all the way to the end. We give you praise. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Um, which way do they go? Please go with our pastor who is waving his hand over here. Just follow him for one second and you come back and join us. You may be seated. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor Journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC. 
ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There is something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC.